Collins from Minnesota Metal Band Celestial Drift. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with my guy, the Icon. Gentlemen, Icon, I cut you off there before. I apologize. I did not know you were starting up before I hit the things. It is a very special Thursday night edition. Uh, you're not going to hear a lot of this wonderful 12-year-old voice here tonight uh, just because it is a Thursday show and due to other job, obliga- uh, job obligations and the fact that the Yankees are rained out, I'm not going to be sitting in the studio uh, like I would be doing the Baltimore Raven, uh, Baltimore Orioles versus the Yankees game tonight. Instead, I'm running karaoke at the local bar, which is going to be really loud and obnoxious in the background, so you won't be able to hear very much. However, Icon, I will put through the guests when they call and whatnot, uh, but this is going to be a Icon and Granny show for the most part here tonight, so enjoy that. Take care of that, and I will I will be listening. I'll have one head, uh, headphone in while I'm doing it, so I will be able to pop in and out when need be. But uh, let you guys take it from here. Icon and Granny Hopester. i got to put the next singer up. All right. Uh, thanks for that, Big Swing. Uh, so, uh, real quick here. Uh, this is Thursday Attitude Thursday Live. Uh, we don't have uh, many of these, but uh, during the summertime, uh, with uh, everything that we got going on, uh, during the summer we'll, ha- we'll have most Monday shows, but sometimes we'll have uh, – a couple special days that way we can get some different type of guests on that can't be on Mondays because of the fact that well Monday Night Raw is on they can't be on Tuesday because of Smackdown so they're watching it because they're all wrestling fans so that's why that is but uh tonight we have some great uh we are going to be starting out uh she's going to be calling uh uh in the in about uh, 13 minutes or so uh Cindy uh Activist uh, she is, uh, I call her the boxing grandmother because she's a boxer. She got her daughter into boxing and she got her granddaughter into boxing. They are the first female boxing family of boxing. And, uh, they got an interesting story. Uh, I saw them on ESPN. I saw them on, uh, the view. I've seen them in USA today and I had to get them on uh, live. And apparently, uh, when I call them, I uh, introduce myself, and you guys can believe what you want to believe, but as soon as I said I'm the icon from Attitude Era Live, they already know who the icon was, which is really interesting. Uh, wow. Also, I know. I, I I couldn't believe it myself. That's uh, amazing. Of, yeah, we also have a friend of Granny Hulkster's on. So this will be her second appearance, uh, Chelsea Stackhouse. Uh, it was her as a guest that uh, got us hooked up with Granny Hulkster. So uh, we're going to be talking to her. And also, uh, we have the world-famous bikini designer, Ashley Page. She's going to be on with us. She used to have her own TV show, uh, Bikini or Bust. And uh, she's now into uh, horse rescue. Uh, She's going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, her career. 
uh, is a bikini designer and also uh, what she does to save horses. She'll be on with us uh, later on in the second hour, which will be really interesting. And, uh, yes, so. Um, well, see, I, I, I love horses, so that's going to be amazing. I'm going to enjoy talking to her because I love anybody that has anything to do with rescuing any kind of, you know, horses, dogs, whatever, you know, so that's going to be a very interesting person to have yeah, on tonight. Well, I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, she used to do dog rescue, too. As a matter of fact, oh, uh, that's even that's we, even I I love that too because I have a lot of friends that rescue dogs and so I'm I'm a big dog lover I, I I have two dogs of my own so I'm a I'm a big dog lover so I appreciate anybody that can take the time to help rescue dogs and horses and so it's going to be a great night. And, yeah, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my first dog was a rescue dog Mario, and uh, I had him. Uh, for six years, five or six years, I can't remember, uh, but he passed away due to leukemia. And uh, I posted a video of Mario uh, on uh, YouTube, and uh, it was actually Paige that was uh, the first to reach out to me uh, about Mario. And um, we've been friends ever since, you know. And, uh, of course, I... Yeah, if anybody ever sees my Facebook post, uh, you know I have a current rescue dog. Uh, his name is Homer Icon Diggs, because all he likes to do is hide. Uh, so uh, he's named after my father, myself, and Stefan Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, my son's dog is a rescue dog from the shelter, and... I have a rescue dog, and uh, my basset hound I actually got from a friend who we were taking care of her for him, and we ended up inheriting Maggie. She's a basset hound, and my other dog, Duke, he's a half mountain cur and half lab. He's got that brindle marking, so everybody thinks he's a pit bull, but he's not. (laughs) He only weighs 86 and a half pounds, but he gets along really good with my basset hounds, so they get along really good. Yeah, yeah, we lost and, our um, we lost our rat terrier Roscoe, and then Maggie started having separation anxiety, so we had to get another dog to keep her company. Oh, did you uh, uh, Roscoe? Did you have to uh, happen to name him after Roscoe P. Coltrane from the Duke? No, Center? no, no. We just his name. We just named him Roscoe, but he was our. We should have named him Houdini because he could that dog could climb like a squirrel, and he could escape cages and jump over fences and he could climb trees like a squirrel so we should have named him Houdini really <laughs> right now um i had uh, i had talked to you guys a little off air uh about uh an announcement i have uh mm-hmm. what i want to do is i want to do that announcement but uh uh we have a special guest coming on with us uh next week and uh for those that are listening to the show uh i'm not going to announce it right away but it is going to be a really special guest, an exciting guest, okay? And uh, uh, I just want to—I just want you guys to uh, wet your whistle on that uh, because uh, she will be uh, joining us, and I will talk about more of that in uh, 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 the next uh, uh, hour uh, after our okay. second guest. Uh, I'll announce you that. That sounds is. good. Um, I actually learned that from uh, watching Eric Bischoff. Uh, instead of giving away results of other people's podcasts, 
I uh, push things uh, to the next hour so people will stay listening. So, um, and uh, also for our our guest next week, I can reveal this now. Uh, it's going to be Clarence Mason. Uh, he uh, was the uh, the the attorney uh, character that the WWE had back in the day. Uh, he's going to join us, and uh, we were supposed to have Dr. X with us uh, next week. Uh, I know I put that on the website, but unfortunately, uh, he's starting a new job. Uh, apparently, he does more than wrestling, which is which is good, uh, but he will not be able to join us, uh, but he has promised that he'll be able to reschedule us uh, at some point, so hopefully... Um, We'll get him on again at some point. I love Doctor X. What a nice guy, you know. That's awesome. And uh, and he the interesting, you know. I asked him. I was. Uh, I asked him. I said, "So when you do the interviews, uh, are you going to be wearing the mask?" And he says, "Don't even start with me." Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I I can I can take a hint. <laughs> yeah, so, you better take their head that hint to her icon. <laughs> Yeah, I left it at that. So uh, while we're waiting here, we got uh, we got about five minutes before our guest calls in. Uh, did you watch Raw and SmackDown at all? Uh, I watched Raw. Um, SmackDown, I kind of um, I listened to it a lot. I went to bed a little early last night because I just wasn't feeling my best. But you know, um, I I caught bits and pieces of SmackDown last night, but yeah, I watched Raw for the most part on Monday night. So, I I've been well, last you know, couple days have been kind of rough for me. So, but I've been trying to hang in there. So, here here's the here's the one thing I don't understand why Monday. Well, I, I guess I will never understand what the WWE is doing right now, and we complain about it all the time. But it seems like their best matches are at the beginning of the show. The main event stuff that they have should be at the beginning. The stuff that they have as mid card should be at the end because those are better matches. Do you agree? Oh yeah, I do. I mean, I, I guess on the, I, I guess on the, we'll never understand the the WWE booking. Um, so we'll, we'll, well, I we'll wouldn't. Never know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that job for nothing. I wouldn't want to be a promoter or a booker for nothing. I mean, I would not. I'm just content being the fan that I am. I mean, I, well, you'd be I tried so to help. I, well, yeah, well, that's what a lot of people tell me. And, you know, I tried helping some friends of mine that had a small wrestling federation, and I was trying to help them, you know. I, mean, I was telling them, I said, now, you know, if you want a good turnout, you have got to promote this. You have got to advertise. You have got to get the word out there about this show. And, you know, and it just it it just broke my heart, and I was so upset. You know, because I got the I I rented the build. You know, I got the building. You know, where we had the show at, and you know, and everything. And a couple of my wrestling friends, and one of them, you know, passed away. You know, seven years ago. At a, actually, he actually collapsed in a show at a wrestling show in Harrison, Arkansas, and he was one of my best friends. And I, I miss him dearly, but him and his tag team partner, they said, now, Granny, they said, you know, do not let this tear you up. You know, you cannot blame yourself for this. This is not your fault. And I said, I know, but, you know, I I felt like I was letting 
people down. I felt like I was letting the fans down, you know, because we wanted to put on a good show. And, of course, this small wrestling federation, they they didn't run very long, you know, and be that as it may be, you know. That's why, you know, I'm just like, I enjoy just doing what I do being a fan. Well, I've had people tell me that I would be good at it. I'm like, no, don't want no part of it. Well, you know, and as tough as this this may sound, I, I think I would make a good promoter. You know, yeah, you would. You would stuff I do with the show. You know, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. You, you would, and I mean, like I said, I just, I don't want any part of it. I mean, I will, I will help spread the word. I will help put out flyers. I will help do whatever needs to be done to make it a good show. But you know, as far as you know, the booking part of it, or you know, being an actual promoter you know no i i i mean i i can spread a word about wrestling shows from here to kingdom come and i enjoy doing that but i mean don't ask me to get in the business part of it no i don't i don't i don't want to do that don't want to do that basically this will be the this will be the closest you get to the business part of it yeah well, I mean, I've been asked to do a lot of things at different wrestling shows over the years. And if it's something that I can do that I feel comfortable with doing, you know, hey, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I was handcuffed to a manager during a wrestling show back in January of this year at Wrestling for a Cause during the show. They told me before the show that I was going to hand, be handcuffed to this manager during the match. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> was, it, was, it the, was it one of those... Was one of those matches the first one that unlocks Granny gets the user or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just they came they came and you know during the match you know and and Richard Pierce was out there you know he was the manager. Hey, so uh, we do have the first guest on. Icon. Oh, so I'm gonna let you do your thing. I'm gonna pass him too. Okay. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have three. Of the finest boxing ladies in the history of boxing, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, the knockout punch is about to be delivered. I give you Cindy, Agavis, and family. Hey, Cindy, how Woo-hoo. are you? Hello, hello. Uh, uh, you'll have to speak up a little bit so we can hear you. How are you? Okay. Now, uh... We, uh, I, I kind of introduced you. Now, we, we, what we like to do is after I introduce the guests, uh, we like to have them give a little background about themselves. So we'll have you tell us a little about yourself and your family, and then we'll start asking you some good questions. Okay. Are you there? Yes, we're here. Okay. So tell us a little about uh, you and uh, your, your daughter and granddaughter, then we'll ask you some questions. Can I tell you, uh, my granddaughter is a seven-time national champion. She's in Team USA, and uh, she's a great boxer. What can I say? <laughs> and how old is she? She's 14 years old. Wow. And how old is your daughter? That's amazing. My daughter is 30. And you are... I'm Kayla's grandma and Crystal's mom. Okay, all right. And I'm oh, also no, their okay. and I'm also their coach. Okay, I was going to ask at your age, but we'll we'll skip that question. <laughs> now I yeah, can't uh, don't be rude. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm going to tell you that part. <laughs> okay. 
so, be respectful, now, uh, Icon. <laughs> right, that's right. Why, that's, that's why I let it go. But anyway, uh, you, uh, you you have kind of an interesting thing. Um, now, you uh, when did you start boxing? Uh, I used to do kickboxing and karate back in my days, but I mean. It's it's all the girls. The girls, my daughter used to do boxing when she was about 15 years old, but she didn't really take it serious. And then when Kayla became nine years old, she was watching a documentary on Marlene Esparza, which uh, she was in the Olympic team at the time. And uh, she got interested. She said she wanted to do it. And we're like, well, if you want to do it, you can do it. And that's how it all started. So, uh, so and then you said... Uh... Did you, did you just start training her right away, or did you uh, uh, try and find someone else to train her first, and you took over, or how did that come about? No. What happened, we started going to the community center, because that's where I used to take my daughter to start her off, and then um, we just we were taking her to, like, an after-school kind of program that they had there, which uh, they had a coach that was training all these kids that weren't – he wasn't really training them, but since we kind of knew a little bit, we were kind of showing her the ropes on how to correctly do techniques and stuff. So after a while, like maybe like a week, uh, one of the coaches that volunteers at the community center, um, he saw her and he said that she was really talented and very, you know, gifted. And we're like, a couple of days, he asked us if he could train her, and he's the one that started training her. Okay. Now, uh, all three of you are there, correct? Excuse me? All, all three of you are with us right now? Yeah, all of us are here. Okay. Well, what we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll ask you a few more questions, and we'll, we'll kind of go on down the line, and then uh, okay. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of handle it like that. We'll play past the phone, because I know that you guys always want to okay. talk to the icon individually. So, no, I'm kidding. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> when you um, – when uh, your daughter started boxing uh, or said that she wanted to get into it, was was it a thing because uh, you were into it or did you uh, – was it something that you encouraged her to do or did she decide to do that all on her own? No, my daughter, I kind of encouraged her to do it because um, I've always liked uh, contact sports. I've always she, – she, she, I had my other kids doing it. My my sons used to do it, but they didn't really take it serious. And uh, okay. she said I pun. She says I punished her by taking her there. Because <laughs> 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 she used to so, not be a good girl. <laughs> but so how, no, how she, I started taking her. Them? But excuse me. How many kids do you have then? I have three kids, but only my girls are the ones. I mean, my daughter and my granddaughter are the only ones doing this. Okay, your uh, your your boys uh, decided to like play like baseball or something like that or they soccer. Did, yeah, or they did basketball and uh, basketball and football. They weren't really. I mean, to tell you the truth, the coaches were more interested in my daughter than than my boys because she was really good at 15 years old, but. My daughter wasn't yeah. really into it, you know. She wasn't. She was a teenager, and she wanted to do her own thing. So she didn't really take it serious till like recently that my granddaughter started wanting to do it. Well, you know why that is because they wanted to have you in the stands so you can take on the opposing team's fans if they got out of line. Right. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, now, uh, in your career, uh, you uh, you won uh, many titles, correct? You won a few? <laughs> uh, no, no, not me. My my girls are the ones that are winning titles. Okay. Well, in your uh, in your career, uh, how many boxing matches did you have? Me? Uh, I just I just did karate and kickboxing. I didn't I didn't box. Wow. And when did you when did you start? Uh, like, no, when you, age, you can give what year you started. I when my kids were like in, I was trying to uh, do something with them, as far as um, trying to do karate and like participate with them, so you know it could be a family thing. That that's basically when I was doing it. But like oh, I really okay. didn't compete. I mean, I've always been interested in this kind of stuff. I've always. I've always loved contact sports, always. So that's why I've always had my kids doing some kind of um, contact sport. Okay. All right. And um, let's see. And uh, your your daughter's name is? Crystal. Crystal. Okay. So what we'll do yes. then is, uh, uh, what we'll do is uh, then uh, now we'll uh, talk to Crystal, and then we'll talk to your granddaughter, and we'll come back to you. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. Hello? Hi, Crystal. How Hi, are Crystal. you? Hi, I'm good. And you? Good. You got the icon, and uh, that's Granny Hulkster. Uh, to uh, my left, your right, as you're listening on your radio. Uh, <laughs> we, we, were just, uh, we were just talking uh, to your uh, mom, and she said you started boxing when you were 15, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've, been, uh, you've, been in the, you've been in the ring for 15 years now. Um, well, no, I I, la- I left. I left, and I came back when I was about, I don't know, twenty six. Okay. So, how many uh, matches would you say you've had in your career then? And what what is your career record? Oh, uh, right now I'm seventeen and four. It's because in women boxing, um, there isn't very many um, girl fighters, so it's kind of hard for us to get fights. So. Uh, my question is, since you are a boxer, um, you know, I, I guess uh, the guys would rather have you be their bodyguard rather than their date, right? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> or as their sparring partner more than their girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in uh, in uh, your career, you uh, have you won some titles, or how many titles have you won, or how many have you went for? Um, well, you know, I've, I've haven't won anything yet. I've, I've gone into championship and everything, but I've fought with, uh, I mean, pretty good fighters. Um, I fought with Amelia Moore from the U S team. I, I fought with, um, I got second place at the Texas golden gloves. Um, I've gotten like at, um, the Western and, and Eastern qualifier. I got runner up at the ringside world tar- tournaments. It, same thing. So when, uh, you know, in your in your boxing career, uh, you know you, you you know you have a wonderful daughter. What was your first reaction when your daughter came up to you and said, "Hey, mom, I want to do what you do." What was your first reaction? Yeah. Did you try? Did you go for the encouragement thing right away, or did you try and steer her off to try and be like a doctor or a lawyer or something? 
No, I was pretty happy, you know. I mean, I, I let her make her decision. I took her, and I let her see if she liked it, you know. I, you know, I encouraged her. I said, you know, this is a pretty good sport. I mean, you have to dedicate fully to this sport, you know. And I, I let her try it out, and she took to it, you know, very well. So so I, I knew she was going to really, really like the sport. And then you, uh, and then you kind of you you started boxing because your mom was in it, right? And you had her train yes. train you, or or did yes. you have did you have more than one trainer? Yes, I had a, a, a another coach first, and then um, he retired. So then my mother took over. And uh, in your uh, in your uh, career to this point, uh, have mm-hmm. you had a chance to? Uh, meet uh, uh any other boxers or uh go to like any like big boxing events in your in your time in the the business yes like i've met a lot of um great boxers and i've been to like so many great tournaments so like usually that's where we meet all these boxers um professional i mean amateur olympians at these great tournaments that's the the awesome part about it so yeah we we've 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 met some met some awesome people who who would you say is the most famous boxer you met in your opinion? I don't know. Uh, I've met a lot, so I don't know. We've met Robert the Ghost Guerrero, Terrence Crawford, uh, Clarissa Shields, um, uh, Fernando Vargas, Tony uh, Malinaji. Yeah, Fernando Vargas is in, like at every national tournament. And He's such a cool him, guy. Right? You could huh? take him, right? No way, no him. way. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Have you uh, have you ever met like uh, like Mike Tyson or Hearns or um, George Foreman or any of those guys? No, that would be a dream come true if I did. That's my daughter's um, favorite boxer, actually, Mike Tyson. My, you know, when I was, you know, I was wanting to meet Mike Tyson too. I used to play Mike Tyson's punch out on Nintendo when I was a kid. You know, that's as close mm-hmm. to the boxing ring I ever got. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, where I'm from here in North Dakota, we have uh, we have a famous boxer. Uh, his name is Virgil Hill. Have you heard of him? For, yes, I have. He's a uh, Amir Khan's uh, coach. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, okay. we should. Uh, <laughs> I know. It'd be really cool. If uh, we can get mm-hmm. you down here to box for his promotion, I should uh, pass your contact information to him, have him invite you down, so we can watch you. Uh, so we can watch it down in North Dakota, so you can teach us how to how real women box. You know. Yeah. Mhm. That that would be nice. <laughs> and uh, what uh, what is uh, your daughter's name? Kayla Gomez. Kayla Gomez. Okay. So what we're gonna do is. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll come back to you and your mom, but we want, we'll, uh, ask your daughter a few questions and we'll get all three of you on if that's possible. Okay. I'll, I'll pass you the little, the little beast. <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> Hi, hey, Kayla. Jeff, how are you? Good and you? How are you doing? Good and you? Good. Hey, uh, we uh, we understand that uh, you won a few championships. Yes, I'm a seven-time national champion, two-time ringside world champion, and much more. <laughs> oh my! How, how many belt? How many belts do you have? Um, currently, probably about like ten to like twelve, fifteen. I really don't know. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. 
That is cool. Now, let me ask you this. When you win these championships, uh, do, do you get to keep the belt, or do they give you a replica, or how, how does that work? Yes, we keep the, we keep the belts after we win, you know, as an accomplishment, and it's it's great because you get to show them off to different people. You know, it's like it's amazing. I'm guessing that you're the uh, what what grade are you in? Are, are you in what what grade are you in in school? I'm in eighth grade. Eighth grade. So I bet you you're the only eighth grader in your class to have 15 world championships up on your wall. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> so I, most I people, ask you this. most boxers. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Most boxers are more cocky and like you know, like they come back with championships and they don't like to. They don't really, you know, be humble towards people and give them the, you know, you know, like the spirit to, like, you know, do different sports and stuff, give them, like, motivation. motivation and stuff. Me, I try to be humble, and, like, I win championships, and I don't try to be cocky or anything. I try to help people as well, and you know. So uh, let me ask you this. Of all three of you, who's, who's the toughest between you, your grandma, and your mom? Who's the toughest? Of course my mom. And my mom knocks out people in the ring. Honestly, when she gets runner-up, she just gets runner-up because the people that she faces are from Team USA. And often they give those people more, you know, they're kind of biased towards them because she knocks them out and they still give them chances. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, you know, like happy for her, you know, and sorry for the people that she faces. And, well, you've got a few, you've got a few knockouts too. What's your record professionally? Um, 20 wins, three losses. Wow, now, that's in those amazing! Three, in those three losses, they uh, they were pretty close though in points, though, weren't they? Yeah, they were very in the beginning, and honestly, I really didn't think I won. But I mean, they were experienced. So I didn't you, really you think started I won. out. So you started out zero and three, and then you then you rattled off twenty wins after that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, uh, your your grandma mentioned that you're on Team USA. Is that correct? Yes. What uh, are are you guys training for the next Olympics then? Yes, we're trying to um, go to 2020, make it there, and try to, you know, make my Olympic dream come true. And I think it will. Where, where, where is the where is the 2020 Olympics? The 2020 Olympics will be held in Tokyo. Tokyo. Wow. You, you want to go to you want to go to Tokyo, don't you? Yes. <laughs> And you'll be, uh, uh, so when you go to, so for the next one of the games, you'd be 17, is that right? Yes. Okay. That's cool. Now, uh, what, what kind of training regimen uh, do, you, do you follow uh, when, you, when you're training? Honestly, we, we do different things every day. We work on technique. We work on different things we need to improve on by, we tell by we spar, and that, that's how we technically base our opinions and what we should work on more often during sparring. If I need to correct this, then I will work on that when I reach the ring, do different techniques and different strategies to help help me maneuver during the ring. Now, when, you, when you're sparring, do you have, like, one sparring partner? Do you guys all spar each other? Uh, like, like, Monday you'll spar with Boxer A, and then Tuesday you'll spar with Boxer B. Or do you guys just have one sparring partner? Um, I have 
many of my sparring par- partners are national champions, but one of my favorite sparring partners that I spar currently is Ariana Carrasco, and she's break number three in the nation. Wow. Really? At 119. Wow. Yes. That is amazing. That is amazing. And uh, then I suppose, uh, you know, you you have to do, like, uh, you guys do weight training and all that as well? Yes. We do boxing. We do cardio as well as weights and gym, you know, and running up the mountain. That's that's awesome. So, which, uh, so your ultimate goal would be to, uh, uh, between all your championship belts, would be to put a gold medal up on the wall, wouldn't it be? No, well, I already have gold medals. It's just I want the Aiba gold medal specifically. <laughs> okay, and, okay. Now here's here's there's one favor I want to ask you. When you win that when you win that medal, and we know that you're going to do that, that you'll come back on our show and tell us about it. Yes, of course. Awesome. Cool. So uh, what we'll do uh, is if uh, we'll uh, we'll finish up the interview with your uh, with your grandma there, and then uh, we uh, one one thing we do want to have you do though before uh, you pass the phone back to your grandma is we want you to cut a little promo for us, okay? And here's how it's, here's what you're gonna say. You're gonna say your name. Uh, so you're gonna say, hey, my name is. Uh, you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the Icon and the Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. And then what at the the next day when you win the belt, we'll play that promo on our show. Oh, okay, that would be great. I'll have to practice on okay. that, but I'm pretty sure I'll get <laughs> okay, it down. Well, yeah, well, we can do a couple <laughs> takes if we have to. I'll count you down for five seconds, and we'll see how it goes. Ready? Five, okay. four, three, two, one. Hi, my name is Kayla Gomez with. Uh, uh, I already forgot. To, okay, you're listening to the Attitude Era Live. Attitude Era Live. Okay. With the Icon and the Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. Okay, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. And Granny Hulkster. Granny Hulkster. Mhm. Hulkster. Yep. Mhm. All right. Okay. We'll try it again, Hulkster. Right? Because we're gonna have okay. we're gonna have your mom and grandma say it too, so uh, uh, we'll make sure that you get the best take. All right, <laughs> five. Okay, okay. Four. So wait, oh, it's Kayla. Okay, okay, okay. So your name, Sorry. Attitude Alive, with the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Okay. Okay, ready? Five, four, yes. three, two, one. Hi, my name is Kayla Gomez. I'm here with. Um, uh, attitude airline and I- icon, uh, with a big swing. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to get it down. <laughs> well, if you, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to write it down, and then uh, uh, we can we can do that too. If you want to write it down. Okay, let me write that down. <laughs> All right. So, so your name, the Attitude Era Live. Okay. With the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. And Granny Hulkster? 
Hulkster. Yep. H-U-L-K-S-T-E-R. <laughs> that's just a nickname that I've acquired over the years. I'm a wrestling fan, you know, but that's just a name I've acquired over the years because I watch a lot of uh, WWE wrestling and independent wrestling. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you've heard of Paul. You've heard of, you've heard of Paul Hogan. Well, that that's where the Hulkster part came in because I like what to watch wrestling. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> that's cool. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's try it. Here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, my name is Edit. Oh my god, I already <laughs> Okay, okay. Then one more time. One more time. Go ahead, ready? I Five, got it this time. Four. Okay, three, two, one. Hi, my name is Kayla Gomez here with Attitude Airline and uh, an icon and the big swing and Grammy holster. Awesome. There you go. Very cool. good. So now what we'll do is uh, we'll talk to your mom and we'll have your mom do the same thing. I bet she'll take her more takes. <laughs> I know. I bet you it will. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay, pretty fun yeah. though <laughs> yeah that was great so if you want to pass one to her then we'll have her get we'll have her give it a shot okay yeah. hello hey how you doing hi <laughs> okay so uh basically what we do is we have uh uh, and by the way, your daughter's was the cutest promo that we had. I think we got uh, not only a great promo, but we got some stuff from the blooper reel too. Uh, so <laughs> what we do is we have all our guests uh, do a little promo for us. Uh, so mm-hmm. basically, it'll be uh, you'll say your name. Uh, you're listening mm-hmm. to the Attitude Era Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster, and uh, we'll count you down for five seconds, and then uh, we'll go from there. What was it again? One more time. Okay, attitude. the point you want to hit is the Attitude Era Live mm-hmm. with the Icon, the Big Swing, okay. and Granny Hulkster. Okay, let's see if I get that right. All right. Well, that's okay. But the main thing is you want to have more. You want to have less takes on your daughter because there's a little bet going on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's probably going to beat me. All right, ready? Here we go. Five, four. Three, two, one. Hi, my name is Crystal Seves, and I'm with the Attitude and Air Live with the Con. Oh, I forgot. And Granny Holster? The Big well, Swing well, and Granny I'm Holster. Not, well, it's actually the Icon, but we'll go with that. Uh, at least you can put X Con in front of that. <laughs> X Con. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read it. It's because it, what, what my daughter wrote down, I couldn't read. What she put? All right. Well, well, we we can we can make that work. We can make that work. What we'll do is we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have you like we'll have you like do like a like a reverberation. Like we'll have you we'll have it go con 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 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so we got that. Now uh, now we're gonna have you uh, your mom give it a shot at it. Oh, okay. She's probably going to be right. bad at it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, trust me, I'm not, uh, she, she can box. I'm not going to say anything bad because she can knock me out. I know. You know? <laughs> that's funny. 
All right. Uh, you want me to pass pass her the phone? Yep. Sure. Okay. Okay. What am I supposed to say? Okay. Uh, well, uh, we'll. Uh, okay. So here here's the bet now. Uh, we're trying to see who can do it in the least amount of takes. So far, uh, your daughter and granddaughter are kind of tied. So yeah, yeah. Who's a veteran? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta save the deal. Okay. So basically, okay. Uh, you'll say, I'll try. You'll say, uh, <laughs> okay. You'll say, hi. This is. You'll say your name. Uh, you're listening mm-hmm. to the Attitude Era Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Okay. I'll try. Okay, then I'll count you down from five. We have to do a couple takes. We'll do that. It's it's the norm around here. All right, here here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, my name's Cindy Aceves, and I'm here with the Attitude Airline with Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Holster. There you go. Very good. Make that work. Yeah. And you know what? Her writing is not that great. <laughs> well, so I'm actually well, yeah, doing a miracle here. Yeah, I, I understand she wrote it in uh, crayon. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wrote it in pencil. So, I mean, my my glasses are not working very well right now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we uh, we do appreciate you joining us tonight. And uh we we thank you for being on, and uh, we hope that we haven't scared you guys away that, uh, that oh, no. you guys will be willing to join us again. Oh, for sure, for sure. And we really appreciate you guys having us on your show, and um, thank you so much for having us on your show. Awesome. And then uh, when, uh, she wins that, uh, when she wins that gold medal in 20, uh, 2020, we want to have all yeah. three of you back onto the show because – Anybody that's been a guest on our show that goes for a title, whether it be two months or two years from the the day they appear, they always win that title. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know what? She's up for the Junior Olympics in the end of the June. She's going up for uh, the Junior Olympics at uh, Charleston, West Virginia. She's competing. So she's going to win that one, too. Wow. Now, uh, she can get in the international here. team. Yeah, real quick here uh, before before you guys go, I don't know what uh, if you guys have a policy on that being with Team USA and everything, but uh, do you guys think you might? Uh, if I send you an address, you could probably uh, send us some autographs or something. Sure. Awesome. And then real quick here before you go, that uh, collector's card I made for you guys was that not the coolest thing you guys ever saw? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I saw that. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll let you guys get back to your uh, your sparring and. Knocking out your neighbors and the milkman and right. the grocery guy and all that stuff. <laughs> and we uh, we appreciate you gals joining us, and you guys are all wonderful. We appreciate it. Have a great Thank evening, you everybody. You too. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. The first female family of boxing, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I think we got some, uh, uh, we got some great promos there. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I've never been called con before, and I'm sure you've never, and I'm sure you've never, you, you've never been called a holster before, but uh, we have now. But well, I'll tell you whatever, what, whatever, you know, it's okay. Awesome. I, I love that interview, and I love their family. That is great. I that mean, was amazing. 
Just imagine what the. Uh, I can't. We do have our second guest on here. I'm going to pass it to. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, our second combatant of the night. She has been on the show before, and she has stacked the deck against the house. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Chelsea Stockhouse. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hey, Chelsea. Hello. Well, I'll tell you what, you, uh, I'm not high yet, not until after this interview, but no, I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, as you know, I'm the icon, and uh, you know my partner, Granny Hawkster. She's on uh, your left side on the radio as you're listening. Uh, so uh, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into uh, uh, the recent event that you want to talk to us about. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just chuckle every time about that. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah, so she knows. This, she... Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm going to step away for a little bit while you're talking about yourself, and I'll come back and we'll ask you the questions, and we'll get into the shoot interview. Oh, talking about myself, this could take hours, you know. But I know I have a limit. So, mother, wife, wrestling manager, soon to be wrestling trainee. Next month, actually, you know, living life one day at a time. I am also a vegan, and so I'm going to be bringing my vegan philosophy into my training and working out and make, you know, make the world a better place and make myself feel better about it. That'll be awesome. I can't wait to see you back in the ring. (laughs) It'll take about a year, year and a half. I'm not rushing in. Well, no. So, uh, uh, one thing I, you know, I will, no, we'll, we'll talk about the other thing. But you know, you mentioned that uh, you're going to bring the the vegan into your training. Which um, now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that for um, our listeners that have had way too many uh, chair shots? Uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit about the vegan philosophy? Well, I mean, people think that you need to, you know, eat meat, eat chicken to get all the protein that you need to get all this energy, but that is completely, you know, false. My husband is vegan, and he's dropped, like, almost 50 pounds from it, and he has so much more energy, and, you know, his work, like, when he works out and when he wrestles, he is so much, you know, more energetic and doesn't get too tired easily, and so with eating a clean, healthy, plant-based diet, you know, I'll still get the protein and all the energy that I need, and my workouts will be, you know, two times better, and I'll stay more focused and sharp to be able to train better. And uh, what what people don't know or may realize, that vegan and vegetarian, uh, are are they different, or are they similarity, or... Um, I mean, I really haven't, I I just, like, vegan is no animal products whatsoever, no meat, no dairy, no, you know, if it's from an animal, they, you you know, we don't eat it. And with vegetarian, there's some forms of vegetarianism, I think it's called, like, pescatarian, where they can still eat, like, fish. Oh, okay, but you don't eat fish. Yeah, with, 
yep, like with vegan, it's just, you know, fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts, all that kind of stuff. So basically, you'd rather have, you can have like a bowl of uh, strawberry Cheerios because that's grains and fruit, but you never <laughs> would have, you'd never like go to McDonald's and get like a, like a Big Mac or anything, basically. I will tell you this. I, you know, I'm slowly transitioning into it. I tried it out for like a week and I really like it. And then I was like, you know, I want a cheat meal. So we went to McDonald's, had a burger tore my stomach up completely. I was so sick. I do not want to feel that feeling again. Well, yeah, I can under yeah, I can understand that. I mean, uh 2 years ago, uh in August, uh I had gastric bypass surgery. So, mm-hmm. I was only able to eat yogurt and uh drink water and eat pudding and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh for for about six months, I couldn't do eat any meat or anything like that, and I'll admit, uh, I did miss it, you know. Uh, but that's one of the you know eating stuff in McDonald's was what got me to where I was. So I'm not going to ever go back to that again. I mean, I'll oh, have yeah. I'll have a yeah I'll have a burger every now and then, but you know if uh, someone wanted to uh, you know live the vegan lifestyles or like. Uh, like any books or anything that you'd recommend that they sh- could try out? Or- um, there is actually a lot. If you go on like Netflix and YouTube or what we have, like we have the Amazon prime account and we get like this own like Amazon channel. There are mm-hmm. a bunch of great documentaries that you can watch. And there's a g- bunch of great YouTube channels that you can watch. Um, there's just so many, I mean, I watched one today called Unsupersize Me, and this lady um, lost 200 pounds in a year just by going on a plant-based diet. And she was able to, she's wow. now able to, like, run and do marathons and all that kind of stuff before when she couldn't. That is really cool. That is amazing. So now, that, uh, now that we've, uh, we've kind of covered uh, base, that, the cool basics, now – uh, and uh, I know that the Granny Hongster knows uh, about this, I'm sure. But uh, you guys were supposed to be at an event, and something either went wrong or something took place that shouldn't have happened. Tell us Yes, okay. All right, so me, my husband, and another wrestler, you know, we decided to carpool. And so... On the way up there, we met up in at his hometown in Collinsville, and we were heading up to Pittsburgh that day. And we get a message, not from a promoter, from a worker, saying, hey, the show might get canceled. And we're all looking at our phones like, what is going on? Pull over to the side. We call someone who I thought was like a second promoter because you know how some companies have like two, three different like promoters or whatever. Well, it's someone who I thought was a second promoter. We call him, and he tells us, Okay, here's the deal. There might have been some miscommunication with the venue owner and um, when we signed the contract. Their ceiling was too low. So, you know, that's fine. There's, I mean, there's other companies who have worked in places where their ceiling's too low. They still had a show. And so I guess the venue owner didn't understand what professional wrestling was. She thought it was like high school amateur wrestling where it was just on mats, right? She comes, really? This is now, yeah, this is now I'm telling you what I have heard from people that were there inside the venue, okay? 
she comes in and is like, oh, no, this is not going to work. I don't want you ruining my dance floor. Take it down now. If you still want to have a show, just throw mats on the ground. Yeah, right. Okay. Right, and so, and I guess the promoter is like, I don't know, like, all I know is that he went missing for like an hour and a half with the pre-sale ticket money and a bunch of other things, goes and pays, um, Abyss was at this show, and then he, he, the guy doesn't pay, you know, the ring crew, right, after they set up the ring and had to take it down, he doesn't pay the ring crew, he doesn't, he did not give Abyss his full asking price, not even half of it, like maybe a quarter, right, and he never gave the fans, Granny, correct me if I'm wrong, he never gave anyone refunds, not even you, because I think he, no, I mean, I ordered my I ordered three VIP front row tickets at thirty five dollars a piece. I paid one hundred and five dollars for and yeah. and he proceeded to tell me after this event happened that he would refund my money. Well, I have yet to see that money, and my friend who lives in Pittsburgh says, "Granny, I will find a way somehow." And I said, "No, you won't, Brandon, because this is not your fault. This is his well, fault. This is Sean's fault." And you know, it was it was horrible. I mean, when we walked in, um, when my yeah, husband um, and my son and I walked in, you know, the promoter started cussing and hollering at everybody and just cussing everybody out and just making a total fool of himself. Yeah, at that horrible. point, like, we, we were halfway there, and we decided to turn around and come back because we didn't think it was totally – we didn't think it was worth it. But apparently the promoter had, like, this bright idea to still have, like, a meet and greet outside of the – the venue with some of the well, uh, they, workers. They, they, they had they okay with the wrestlers that showed up. They had a meet and greet inside inside the building with Abyss. It was inside. Okay. So we, yeah, it was inside. We got to meet Abyss, but mm-hmm. the the venue charged. If you were twenty one years and older, you had to pay two dollars for a cover charge. If you were under twenty one, you had to pay ten dollars. Now, one of my friends came from Kansas City with a couple of other his friends, and he had his daughter with him, who is not even a wrestling fan, but he didn't have a babysitter for Selena, and I had ordered from some Girl Scout cookies from his daughter. So Thomas was just going to wait outside with his daughter, and I said, no. I said, I'll pay for her, and I'll pay for you, because that way you can meet Abyss, too. So I paid for them to get in. Well, the one guy, the one young guy that was with him, wanted to go out and have a cigarette. And they said, if you go outside, you got to pay another $5 to come back in the door. And really? there was somebody up at the bar sitting there smoking at the bar, and he said, well, can I just go over and have a cigarette over there? And they told him no. You know, so I don't think he went outside and had a cigarette. I think he waited till they actually got ready to leave. But, I mean, the meet and greet was nice, and, and we got to meet Abyss, which is what we wanted to do. Yeah, we were disappointed that we didn't get to see a show, you know. I mean, but um, – you know, my son was always wanting to meet Abyss. I mean, I wanted to meet Abyss. You know, it was kind of funny. He told me, he said, well, Granny, if we'd had this Monster Balls match, I would have had you in my corner, and you could have handed me tax for the match. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was really awesome. But I thought it was really <clears throat> unprofessional the way oh, it was very unprofessional. The way things See, were handled. 
and here's the thing. My husband had to personally text Abyss and tell him, hey, the show, it got canceled. He did not – he's sitting up in his hotel room. I know he had, like, a cold or something that day. He did. So my husband – so, like, there's a group text message going on, and they're all like, oh, my God, oh, my God, someone needs to tell Abyss what's going on. Oh, my God, what are we doing? And my husband's like, I got this. So he messaged Abyss and tells him, hey, this is all the shit that's going on right now, and the show got canceled. I even had to message a couple of the other workers that I knew. I was like, hey, shit hit the fan. There's no show. Like, he couldn't even well, he couldn't even message the other workers that were coming out of town. They were halfway there like we were. No. And, well, there was a... There was a couple wrestlers. There was a well. I know there was one other wrestler. I don't know about the other guy that was with him, but I know Orion Creed. He is a wrestler, and he was he came all the way from St. Louis, and he and he showed up. And then you know Kareem and Monica were there, and Kurt Gannon was there, and but it was just it was it 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 was horrible. I mean, it was just horrible the way everything was done. Well, let let me ask you this now: Are you? <laughs> Are you uh, willing or are you not willing to let us know the name of the promotion, promoter, one or the other, both or neither? Oh, oh, I will spill it. After, all right, after all this happened and I was discussing this with some of the workers, he sends me a message saying, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. You need to shut your fucking mouth. I have been in this business for 20 years. I have worked with WWE, you know, if you know, and just started running his mouth at me, and then he blocks me before anything. So you know what? Fuck that guy. His name is Sean Smith, and the company is Impact Championship Wrestling out of Pittsburgh, Kansas. Well, they okay. weren't out of Pittsburgh. They weren't out of Pittsburgh. They were just that's where they were having the show. But I don't think that that's where they were actually out of. Well, apparently they I- are now promoting a show for October in like some other town in Kansas, but any worker who is smart to know that this guy is a rip. Well, I think, I think Sean actually it's not was happen. from Topeka. Sean was from Topeka, Kansas, I believe. Uh, now is that, uh, okay. Is that S H A W N? Yes. Sean. Yeah. Yes. Sean Smith. I can't get now, in contact with him. He has blocked me on every social media, even my personal one, which I would. Okay. Which I don't know how he found that. Okay, and the, you said that, and the name of his promotion is what? Impact Championship Wrestling. Impact Championship Wrestling. Okay, here, mm-hmm. here's here's the thing. Now, as as a well, I can't really say I'm a broadcast journalist, but here here's one thing I I, I am going to do. Uh, I don't know if you'll listen to this show. I don't know if you listen to the show. I don't know if any of you. I have somebody else on the line here. I got. Okay, but here's the thing. Before the caller comes on, before I get to you, just wait a second. I am willing to let you come on the air on this show. I will I will set a time where we can have you on and you can explain what happened. I'm not the kind of person. Unlike some radio shows I listen to that only give you one side of the story, I am willing to have you come on if you're listening or if someone is listening that you know that knows you. And if you're listening, you can get a message to him. Or if you're listening, you message me on uh, Facebook 
I will mm-hmm. give you the time to come on the show. I'm not just, and I'm not taking sides. Chelsea, I love you. I don't <laughs> know the guy. Uh, and you know that we're friends. And right. I, I and would like to be friends with him, too. I'm not taking sides here, but I, uh, I am going to let him give his two cents as well. Okay. And my thing is, no. I don't care about I don't care like about ever getting any money or like get from the payment or whatever. I don't care about getting that money. It's just the principle of the thing. You don't rip off right. people. Right. Now, caller, go ahead. Who is this caller? Go ahead. So, Icon, the uh, the person we have on the line is a four seven nine area code. Is that who we're talking about, or is that the next is that the next guest? Where is four seven nine out of? Do I? Uh, like I said, I'm doing four things at once here. Um, hang on. Oh, it's Northwest. Oh, okay. No, it's it's Northwest Arkansas. I'm assuming it's Granny. Maybe she got cut off. Hang on a second. Okay. Yeah, because our guest is three one zero. So. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to put that out there. If if he's willing to come on the show or if he's listening to the show or if you know him, have him get in touch with me. He can put in his two cents as well. Uh, okay, guys, I got cut off. I got cut off. I don't know what happened, but I got cut off. So. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I'll let, I'll let him come on the air as well and say his uh, his two cents as well, you know. If he doesn't, if he doesn't fact, run like a little chicken shit. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I have sent messages to Impact Wrestling before about getting their wrestlers on our show. I never mm-hmm. got a response. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, I, I guess we'll see. And you said his name is Sean Smith. So no, I think I he's will. actually out of, to- he's out of Topeka, Kansas. Um, his promotion was probably out of Topeka, Kansas, Icon, rather than Pittsburgh, Kansas. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so um, all right. Well, uh, I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to uh, give him uh, because his he due because diligence. he 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 blocked me on Facebook too after I just asked that I wanted my money back. He blocked me because he claimed that the meet and greet was all his idea and that he was just trying to make everything right. And I mean, yeah, we drove two and a half hours. You know. Not as far as some of them drove, but you know, it just—it was just the idea that you know, I spent my hard-earned money, and you know, my friend, you know, who lives in Pittsburgh, Brandon, you know, he was trying to make things right with me, and I said, no, you're not going to pay me back. He's going to pay me back, and I'll probably. I think, right, I think Brandon is someone that you need to talk to. He knows he was there. Well, I'm, I, well yeah, I and see, I'm I'm really good friends with Brandon Buck. I've been friends with Brandon for years, and that's why we were going because uh, because he was helping. He, he wasn't so much promoting this show; he was just helping to get it going. He wasn't like one of the promoters, and he got a lot of heat from a lot of people about what happened that night, and that's, it really wasn't his fault. That's because that's well, because I'll tell you, put all have, the blame uh, on Brandon. Yeah. Okay, we yeah we have about uh, ten minutes left here, uh, but right. uh, I, I'm reading this tweet from Abyss, uh, and he says, "Attention, all wrestlers, don't do business with CW Commissioner 
You regret it. Terrible business and utterly unprofessional, completely detrimental to the wrestling business. And that's from Abyss himself. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So that, said, that was a tweet. That yeah, that was his tweet. Okay. Yeah. He, All right. Um, he said that uh, ever since that he started wrestling, that was the first time anything like that has ever happened to him. Okay. That's, I mean, you know, you can't screw over a, a big name. I mean, I can. I think he's a big name. You know, in my right. Uh, he is a big name. Bit, I mean, you, you don't you don't screw over a name like that and expect no. to get away with it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I I I just uh, I just uh, found him, and uh, I'm going to uh, uh, attempt to send a message to him and give him an opportunity to uh, be on the show. Uh, but that's what I'm gonna do. Like I say, this is a wrestling show, and this is basically a wrestling shoot. And uh, I uh, whatever uh, whatever it takes, uh, I'm willing to give him the time if he'll come on the show. And uh, if he doesn't I mean, want I mean, to, I'm, I mean, you might have to censor a lot of things because I'm not going to be a really nice person because he screwed over so many people, my friends that I consider brothers and sisters in this industry. So I'm not going to be a really nice person. I don't. I mean, so, so so you will call back in when he's on then. I will. But I don't. I don't want. And I do apologize for all of the cussing that I have done today. That is normally not me. But you know, I'm heated about that situation. I might not say a lot of nice things to him. And but if you want right. me on as as my new friend, I will do it for you. I will come on the show for you. Okay. Now, when uh, let me ask you this: uh, Whenever uh, would you be willing? And uh, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but it happens every once in a while. Uh, if I if I need a backup guest, would you be willing to come back on? Yeah, without a doubt. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Well, always you, available. Uh, <laughs> all right, and then uh, you know, I'd like to get your husband on too. Uh, you know, he's a busy, busy man. You know. <laughs> I know, but. Because I know how I I know that he is a he is a big guy. That's only the only reason why I've I've never hit on you when you're on the broadcast. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We do appreciate you joining us. Uh, you've already done a promo for us before, so we won't have to have you to do that again. But uh, and I'm hopefully you guys will be able to send us some autographs too for giveaways. I don't know if I sent you the uh, address last time, but hopefully you, you can did still not. Do that but I. Us. But I did just get some pictures done, and I have them okay. ready, and I can send um how many did i did you want me to send? It's just two pictures, but I have multiples of the same ones, and I think I can oh, get fine. one more that's done okay so. well i need uh I need one sign to the icon and four others for the giveaways okay, I can certainly do that found a deal in Walgreens so I can get multiples printed. <laughs> Okay, and I will uh, I will send you the address uh, where to uh, where to send those to. Right on. All right. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate it, uh, and uh, uh, I send the best to your family and uh, uh, your big guy there. I'm sure he's waiting for his uh, his workout partner so you can bench press him, whatever you guys do. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate you joining us, and I'm glad that we were able. Uh, uh, get uh get you on to talk about what happened and uh you're not the only one that's uh that's said that uh things went awry 
And uh, but I am willing to give Sean his uh, his five minutes, whatever he wants to do. Uh, he's entitled to that. And if I can get him on the show, if he'll ever answer my uh, tweets, he probably won't. But uh, he probably won't. And the phone number that's connected to his pages or whatever, he ended up getting disconnected because workers kept calling him asking about where their money was. So. I wish so he yeah. disconnected. He he disconnected his phone number. I'm sure. So yeah, because oh, yeah, I has. see that he's. Uh, uh, well, this was last year. Uh, he was trying to do a fundraiser for uh, a kid named Parker or something. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I appreciate you being on, and thank you so much. Yep, have me on anytime you want. Awesome. Take care, Chelsea. All right, you too, right. Granny. All right, Chelsea Stackhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, apparently there is a, a, a little kerfuffle that uh, more than one person is talking about. And, um, I, I mean, you know, Granny, I, I know you were there, uh, and I know that she was booked and everything, and I, and I keep – I'm sorry I keep repeating this, but if you're listening to this show, whether it's today, live, you listen to on replay, whatever. If you know Sean, you know me. You can get a hold of me on Attitude Era Live. You can have him email me, the icon, the number four ever at Outlook.com. You have him contact me, send me a message on Messenger. I will let him get on the show. I'll let him explain what happened. If he wants to come on, great. If not, that's his loss because... Right now, he doesn't hold a lot of water with people. He's like a bucket with a hole in it, and I'm willing to let him come on and plug that hole. So, enough said about that. So, Granny. Yes. Uh, that was a fun interview. Um, and just think, it's because of Chelsea. We got you, and uh, we're glad to have you here. Uh, well, thank you so much. Our, yeah, so we're just um, waiting for our next guest to call uh, call in. And it's Ashley Page. Uh, she used to have a show on television called Bikini or Bust. And uh, as stated before, she's um, she's into horse rescue now, and she used to be into dog rescue. I think she may still be doing that, but we will uh, we'll find out when she's on and see what uh, she says. So no, that was weird. I don't know what happened. I was just listening all of a sudden. It just boop, I got cut off somehow. <laughs> so I got to call back in really quick. So. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he uh, he said we had a we had someone calling in. I thought maybe it was Sean or something, you know, and uh, and it was <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, um, but what was it? What was the uh, what was it like uh, meeting Abyss? Well, was he was pretty aw- he was pretty awesome. I mean, I knew he was a big guy, but I'll tell you, me standing next to him, I was like. Wow, you know, and, and but I mean, he was super nice. He was, he was, um, you know, considering the situation being that it was, you know, and and I don't know if Chelsea got to mention this part or not, and she probably didn't because she may have not known about it. But um, another friend of mine that was there with one of the other wrestlers that I've gotten to know, um, he actually had to help Abyss get back home with some of their air flight, air air miles, you know, to get him back home. And but Abyss was a really nice guy. He was really professional. He was really super nice. He was just, 
he was really uh, I, I I'm glad we had the opportunity to get to meet him. You know, got our picture taken with him, got an autograph picture for my son. You know, I bought an autograph picture so I could donate it to Wrestling for a Cause for a raffle, you know. But he was a really nice guy. But I just, it was okay. really sad. It was a really sad, you know, the whole the whole situation of, of what happened, you know. Because, you know, he, he told the promoter, you know, don't book me going through Chicago because, you know, Chicago was having bad weather, you know, and, and he the promoter booked him through Chicago, so they had to actually book him through another flight so he could get back home. And okay. it was just, it was just a bad situation. I mean, it, and like I posted on Facebook, you know, the, you know, I posted some pictures. I said, you know, a road trip is what you make it out to be. You know, yeah, we were disappointed. We didn't get to see any wrestling. You know, I mean, I wasn't gonna. Point fingers or blame somebody because that's not being professional. You know that's you know okay. and, and and um you know but we had some great family time. My son and my husband and I we had some and we got to see friends that we hadn't seen in a very long time. We got to see we got to make some new friends. You know so I mean it wasn't a total loss, but sure you know we would like to see a wrestling match. But you know all right, Con, we got the last guest on here. I'm a passion too. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is the most beautiful woman that designs bikinis I have ever met or talked to in my entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, straight out of bikini or bust and saving as many horses and many dogs as she can, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I give you Ashley. <laughs> hey. Hey, Ashley, how are you? <laughs> wow, I love that intro. I'm good. Is that the I best one you've ever so had? I don't know if it's the best, but it's pretty damn good. I just got finished right. mucking the stalls, and I've, I I like barely got this call. I, I have, like, horse shit all over me, and it's crazy out here in the, in the desert. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, how are you? Well, well, I'm good, uh, and uh, I'm the icon, <laughs> as you know, and uh, uh, that's Granny Hawkster yeah. to your left. As Hello, you're Ashley. To the, as Hi. you listen to the radio. So uh, before before we uh, talk about uh, your career, we want to let uh, we want you to tell our listeners uh, what you do uh, with horse rescue and uh, how they can get involved and what they need to do. Oh, Lord. Run the other way. It's a lot of work. I'm just kidding. Um, well, I've just, for many years, I've been doing rescue work, grassroots, and then when I was in Los Angeles, I started a 501C that ran side-by-side with my bikini company. So I had the bikini models and the girls and the fabulous bikini celebrities and all that, and I kind of combined the two, and from that, it grew into horse rescue. And... Um, just we rescue anything really, um, including people, and helping each other. So uh, right now, currently, I'm on a little hiatus. If that's the right word to use, is that the right word to use? And take a break when you're crazy and take a yeah. break. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm on a hiatus on the desert. Um, I just kind of got burnt out on the whole city LA fashion scene. I really did, to be honest. And so I took a break. But I kept doing my rescue work and stuff, and I also work with youth and um, junior volunteers and stuff. 
and um, swim in the ocean a lot more than I used to. I used to make bikinis, and there'd be whole summers where I would never even go to the beach. So now I swim in the ocean, and I, I kind of am getting my groove back, I guess. And now I'm considering starting a new line. So I'm probably going to go back to work. <laughs> so um, now um, you uh, are also, uh, from what I remember on your show, you're also a strong supporter of dog rescue, and you still are into that, correct? Oh, yeah, big time. I love dogs. I'm also Chinese. You're the dog. I'm very loyal, and I can't, I just, I mean, I love dogs. I think that I, I won't associate with someone who doesn't like a dog. I don't get that type of person. I just, yeah, I love dogs, rescue dogs, and and encourage um, the the proper matching of people with the right kind of dog because that's really important. That's why a lot of dogs end up in the shelter or getting bounced around because they're they're improperly placed. So I always mm-hmm. used to joke and say I was the the matchmaker, and uh, and I did a lot of tel- with my TV show actually. Um, with TLC and Bikini or Bust, we combined the animal rescue with the whole business of running a startup company. And it encouraged a lot of people to rescue and get involved. And so that was really a cool thing for me to to reach larger numbers as opposed to small, you know, not that small grassroots isn't good and great and healing and wonderful in many ways, but obviously, if you could do billboards or television or talk radio or whatever, you're going to reach more people. So that was a, that's very important to me as a rescuer and, um, to keep write, keep writing, keep thinking, and keep doing things that are going to reach more people. And uh, your show, um, as we talked about uh, before, your show did inspire me to rescue my first dog, which was I love that Mario and um, purebred cocker spaniel. And uh, uh, I lost him in uh, 2012 to uh, leukemia. Um, and right. I, I, I don't want to get too emotional here because thinking of Mario, I, I, I miss him. He was, I was uh, 30 years old and got my first dog, and it was Mario. But um, wow. now I have two others. Um, but it was, There's you know, watching. Uh, how many dogs Sorry. do you have, and how many horses do you have? Well, I'm in a camper. I'm in a little 1976 um, Airstream on the property where I'm, you know, working with the horses. And uh, so I have three dogs that are here with me right now, and they're all rescued. So, but I love that you, it's funny that you said you had a cocker spaniel because my first dog was a cocker spaniel, but I was seven. So you were a little late bloomer. That's okay. Um, I'm just happy to hear that you rescued and cockers are a lot of fun. I love cocker spaniels. But dogs in general, I mean, you really have to have the time for them. And, right. Uh, they're a lot of work, just like horses and just like friendships and just like children, I'm sure. I don't have any children and children, human children. I have many kids who want me to adopt them, and I love <laughs> them all, my little volunteers and my models and all of them and so many of them. But well, I never uh, had children. Uh, actually, I'm... I'm I'm officially putting myself up for adoption right now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Forty. You know, there's an age limit. There's an actual. Oh, I okay. actually asked my lawyer if he'd adopt me <laughs> the other day, and he said, "There's there's an age limit. You're too old." <laughs> well, you know, I'll so. tell you. Uh, I, I I do want I do also want to talk about uh, bikini or bust. Now the thing is. 
first off, uh, how, did did you approach them about doing the show, or did they approach you? Well, I had done a documentary. You're making me go way back in my mind. So I had done a documentary called Peace, Love, and Bikinis, and that won the New York Film Festival for Best Documentary. And I just always was a visionary. I'm a writer, and I, I just – I'm always thinking and writing and show ideas and concepts and stuff like that. Um, so with that and the fact that I was doing very well with my IMG swimwear shows in New York and L.A. and Paris, and I was really traveling, I was going 24-7 internationally with the high-end swimwear, I started to slowly become this body consultant woman that, everyone wanted to go to to get the perfect look and then from that it was like it went on to the stage with I think my first concert that I did with Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake and did the you know couture costuming for them and it was Britney and I just I did many concert 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 wardrobe stuff and 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 it just kind of all came together and um and then I was on a ton of different shows and uh, at the time, then I got approached by a manager, and she said, oh, you need your own show. I'm like, oh, yes, I know. I know. We're so funny. We're so fabulous. Let's do it. And so we went out, and we pitched it. But I had to really pitch. I had to go and sit down with the big networks and be a big girl and sit there and, you know, talk to talk. And every network is different, and you never know what they want. And it, it's pretty fun. It was pretty funny, pretty silly. Actually, I just thought of a great show today that I'm going to pitch once I go back to work. Which is where I'm headed back to work because I've had my well, rest. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I do have a favor to ask you. Uh, you know, I'm I, I myself, as you may know, uh, I'm a pretty good entertainer. So if you need an extra, yeah. if you need someone to uh, carry your bags, <laughs> uh, if you need someone to get you a glass of water, um, oh, how sweet of you! Get you a, a brush, a whatever. Like walk the dog. I'm, you call me. Uh, I might just be like, I might freak out. Like, it just depends. I might be like, oh, but actually, I'm the type of person that if it's real stressful on set, I'll start crying or I'll go totally just quiet. If I'm really well, quiet, that means it is bad. I'll be your shoulder then. <laughs> huh? I'll, I'll be your shoulder. I'll be your shoulder. Oh, good. Here, good. Here, here, here's, hearing. here's what inspired me about you. Because I remember oh, okay, watching. Good. I remember watching the every episode of Bikini or Bust, and I, I'm sad that oh. they didn't make a second season. They should have. Well, yeah, we were greenlit, but they got a new president for the network, and she cut 18 shows. But anyway, I was sad for the uh, animals because we had so many animal the, people, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah, the, <laughs> the one show, well, actually two shows, actually. The one, the two shows that stick out of my mind is when uh, the the guy, he he was going to come and seize all your material. And you said, here, take this check, and I'll do what I can, you know. Here's what I was going to do. I was going to find out where your shop was. I was going to quit my job. I was going to fly out <laughs> to where you were at. I was going to get a job out there. And all the money I made, I was going to give to you as long as you'd let me sleep <laughs> in the back room or something. And, then and I had you had that sleeping in the back room, ironically. <laughs> yeah. And then you had that episode when you guys were trying to remove that tub. With all the that old uh, tub, I loved that tub. You know that was I have to say this bad writing, 
I mean, it's reality TV. Some of it was, you know, my producers at the time, they said, Ashley, you're, you know, they're not, you have to kind of educate people about how the fashion industry works. And so we did that in the very beginning with the fashion show and behind the scenes and the, you know, like you said, the the machinery and paying on time and, and international and domestic business and all that stuff that's so difficult for a small designer it still is difficult and um, for people, for designers. So, uh, But some of the stuff was scripted. So the tub, I actually loved that tub. I was so pissed that they made me do that. Episode. I thought it was so foam. I thought you were going to say you liked the dog episode where we did the bikini dog wash. Well, well you know, let me finish. That was my, huh? favorite, that was my all-time favorite show. I was going in order, <laughs> three, two, and one. <laughs> yeah. I loved that oh, episode. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, I... Because uh, it was real. We really did it. We made the money. It wasn't scripted. There were a few episodes that were not scripted. The one where we went to the pound, not scripted. I refused to do non-scripted stuff that w- that was serious to me, like the rescue work. They they wanted me to go into the pound, go and pretend like I was going to rescue some dogs, and then but not do it. I said, listen, if I'm going to walk through this shelter, which is hard enough for someone like me, we're not leaving without a dog, and we actually left with two. And... um. Same thing with the bikini dog wash. We actually raised money. We did all this stuff. So some of them were scripted and some of them were real. And well, I think that's um, pretty much you know, how it goes in reality with, TV. Except most of them right, are scripted, not um, You know, and your mom always. I love your mom. I love. She's your mom. driving me nuts. Yeah. Oh God, she's uh, well, still driving I, I me nuts. I can tell. But uh, my my favorite Have moment. Have a biscuit. And, yeah, my favorite moment of your mom's, and we're going to come back to you. Don't worry. But my favorite moment of your mom in that episode, and you can let her know I said this, was when uh, the gals were out, lined up, and they were going to model for you or something. You were looking for models, and she wanted to give them donuts because they hadn't eaten. They were so confused, their looks. <laughs> I love that. I know, it was really you know. funny. They didn't know we were messing with them. They were really hungry. Some of them were really starved. Some of them really had eating disorders, and they didn't know if it was TV messing with them or not. It was kind of messed up, too. It wasn't my idea, but it was really, you know, it is true. I, even myself, I don't open the fridge without thinking about what I'm going to look like after I eat whatever. I mean, it's serious. It's, it's kind of messed up. It's actually really messed up. The fashion industry and being thin and stuff like that, it's, it's serious, but I did swimwear. So my girls were athletic and sporty, and they could be they could be all different types of shapes, which they were. They were tomboyish, or they had curves, but they were always, always natural. I never promoted implants or anything like that because I didn't feel like that was good for women and young girls' self-esteem, which was very disturbing to me when several of my models that I got when they were 13, 14 years old then went on to become Victoria's Secret models and got implants. After I told them, do not do it, they did it anyway, but their careers, you know, went crazy. They're like, you know, but that's the look now, so what are you, you going to do? I, I don't think it's healthy, any of it. But I'm so skin and bones. <laughs> so you, uh, so, uh, you are, so you are <laughs> planning on go, going back to start uh, designing bikinis again then, or uh, you stand with the hardest I want. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do sway like deer skin. You know, mule antler deer skin. Um, suede, ultra suede. 
I have this whole vision in my head. And I went to Morocco and I was working on it. And then I had to come back to my grandmother. I got sick and I took care of my grandmother for a couple of years at the beach. And that speed forward to here. Now I'm doing the horses. And now I'm back thinking about that because it's very much so this vibe, this the fringe and the buffalo nickels and the, the old Wild West and that look, you know, that's so fabulous and sexy. And um, there's this local cowboy guy out here that's just, he's just, I don't, he's not afraid of anything. He's an amazing cowboy. He's like 70 years old. And he had all these <laughs> top chaps the other day. And I we're in conversation. And I looked down and I go, what are those? Oh, my God. I want a pair. But I want mine tight because I'm wearing with high heels. Oh, my God. How much are they? Everything. <laughs> the whole world stopped. We went straight to fashion, you know. So I have that bug That's in awesome. me that I don't think I'll ever get out, you know. So, yeah, I'm going back to work. I don't know, probably doing leather, ultra suede, well, cowgirl you, you think you'd ever? Do you think you'd ever, uh, you'd ever use bison? Bison? Hmm, yeah. Where would I find any? I guess in Colorado well, start, or Wyoming. You can come up to North Dakota. There's a lot of us bison up here, you know. Bison. They have bison in, um, I think, aren't they like buffalo? Right, right, yeah. See, I'm from Fargo, North Dakota, where we're, we're the home of the North Dakota State University bison. And, of course, we, we, we say bison, <laughs> but... Uh, I would not yeah. even know where you're from if there wasn't for that movie Fargo. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, a lot of us liked that movie, a lot of us didn't, but uh, trust me. Uh, Fargo was a high-rated movie, but, and I'm not just saying this, Bikini or Bus was a higher-rated show than any other show that we've had. Because I told all my friends about it, and we all got together and watched it. Aww. So, one well, thing I that we do want to do... Go ahead. Huh? One thing that we do want to do is that uh, we have all our guests do this, so we're going to have you do a little uh, promo liner for us. And uh, basically, um, you'll say, uh, hey, this is Ashley Page. Uh, you can say world-famous bikini designer, whatever you want to say. You're listening to the Attitude Air Live with the icon the big swing, and Granny Hulkster, and then uh, I'll count you off for we have to do a couple takes, and then we'll come back and ask you a few more questions, and then we can uh, let you uh, uh, get some sleep, uh, because I know that uh, you usually go to bed early, and we're got you past your bedtime, so. Yes, I have to go to bed early, because I'm up when the rooster crows, and he he crows at 5.30, and then he attacks me when I try to help him and feed him, he's such a <laughs> Well, yes, I'm rusty, so tell me what you want me to say and when you want me to say it. <laughs> all right. Okay, here we go. Ready? Five? Oh, wait, I'm four. not ready. I'm not ready at all. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm really sorry. not. Sorry. What am I saying? Okay, uh, you're, you'll say your name. Yes, uh, of course. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live. Attitude with, what? Attitude Era Live. Attitude Air Live. That's the most era. important part I need to know. Era. E-R-A. Era. You're talking fast. You radio to people. Y'all talk so fast. <laughs> it's Era. Okay. E-R-A. Attitude Era Live. With yes. the icon? Attitude Era Live. With the icon? Something like that? Yep. Right. With the icon? What icon? That's me. With the icon, you're the icon? Aw. Yep. I love it. Oh, you knew that. So sweet. All right. And uh, the big swing. 
I have to remember all this, the big swing. I'm in a pitch black camper with a light, a little lighter. Can I write this down? No, I got it. I got it. I got sure. it. I'm professional. Okay. And, Attitude uh, Era Live with Icon and the big swing. And Granny Hulkster. And who? Granny Hulkster. Franny? Granny. G-R-A-N-N-Y Hulkster. Why is the phone breaking out? Is that the other lady that was that I only heard from yep. for one second? Yeah, that's me. I, I'm Granny. That's just kind of my nickname granny. that I've been given. Granny. granny. I'm Granny. <laughs> okay, well, that's why I don't know who he's talking about because I need to hear more more out of your lovely mouth. Granny what? Well, thank you. Yes. Granny Hulk. Granny Hulkster, Hulkster, like Hulk, like, like Hulk Hogan, you know, because I like to watch wrestling, so that's where the Granny Hulkster came into WWE wrestling and independent wrestling oh, shows, sure. and and I'm not a wrestler, but I'm I'm a big fan of the sport, so. And, well, my uh, dad actually, was Hulk Hogan. Hulkster. And actually, she has two she has two rescue dogs herself. Yes, I do. Rock and roll. And my son has Granny a rescue Hulk- dog from yeah, Granny Hulkster. That's me. I, I and my son has a rescue right. dog. Hulk- yeah. Hulk- and, Hulkster, Hulkster. Hulkster. Right. H-U-L-K-S-T-E-R. Oh, Hulkster. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry. My hearing's really bad. I used to work in bars my whole life before I went to fashion, and it destroyed my ears. So, Granny Hulkster. And my son, yeah, and my son has a rescue okay. dog, too, that he rescued from the shelter seven years ago. Oh, well, bless all of y'all's hearts. and That makes me very happy. Icon and Granny Hulkster. And the um, big, big swing. swing. He's not Sorry, on the what? show with us tonight. The big swing. He's not the on the show swing. with us tonight. Yeah, the big swing. But he's doing karaoke tonight, so he's been kind of listening, but he's not been talking much tonight with us. I love karaoke. <laughs> okay, wait. No, I'll tell you what. I love to come out and do karaoke with you. But, no, I'll tell you what. My offer stands, though. If you need anything... On the new show that you do, whatever you decide to do, you need an extra, you call me. I don't know how I'll get there, but as long as, long as you can pay we'll me. Get uh, yeah, as long as you can pay me 100 we'll bucks a day and a couple hot dogs, I'm fine. A couple hot dogs. Well, no hot dogs because I'll make you go vegetarian. Okay, all right, no hot dogs. Okay, all right, ready? So I'll count you down. To the no, no, no. Wait, hold on. Icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster, and then the name. Tell me again, I'm writing it down because... The Attitude Era Live. Okay, thank you, Granny. You're welcome. The Attitude. Her voice is louder than yours. Okay. I know. Gotcha. Now you tell me what you want me to say and then I got it. Okay, so you basically say your name. Hey, this is uh, Ashley Page, bikini designer. You're listening to The Attitude Era Live with the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Okie dokie. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's give it a shot. Ready? Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Hi, this is Ashley Page, bikini designer to the stars, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with Icon and the Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. So listen up, folks. That, hey, I'm not just saying awesome. that. That's the best one we've is had. Okay? Awesome. Awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> okay, good. So well, I don't have to do it again? Uh, no, no, you're good. That was one place. Great. That okay, was perfect. amazing. Good. Uh, well, you so guys sound amazing. 
Yeah, so if uh, our fans out there that are listening wanted to uh, keep track of you and follow you, do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? Do you have yeah. a Twitter? What do you got out there? I, you know what? I'm old school, so I don't do a lot of that. But I do have a couple things. I have Ashley Page underscore OG Instagram. And then, of course, Ashley Page Facebook. And do I have anything else? No, I don't. No, Twitter, but mm, they probably wouldn't want to hear what I say on Twitter. <laughs> I think Instagram is the funnest because I have fashion. I have the, the sexy girls. I have the bikinis. I have the ocean. I have surfing. I have sports. I have skater plants. I have the horses. I have the dogs. That's the whole 70s vibe, you know, and it's like, I don't know. It's just I like my Instagram. Oh, I have Tumblr. Super sexy. I have Tumblr, too. I have Ashley Page unedited. That's the shit. <laughs> so, so yeah. now with uh, my Tumblr is like my private little magazine that I decided to make a long time ago. I don't even try to get people to follow me. I, it's just for my own uh, to go back to get inspiration. So, like, if you really want to know who I am, you follow Ashley Page unedited on Tumblr, and you'll be like, whoa. <laughs> so, so now did um, so uh, in the show Bikini or Bus that shop that you had you sold that you don't have that anymore or do you just put it I, on hold? I, no, I, I I left that store and then I just was really burnt out. And then I went and I did I, I started writing a script. I've actually written a script for a movie. I'm gonna make a movie. And so I went to the film festival and in Sundance, Sundance Film Festival and I met with a really famous producer and I won't say who he is, but big time. And he convinced me to open up another store and I didn't want to. I really wanted to go right into film, doing the keep on with my writing and go right because I'm a published writer with Random House. I have a book that's written in three languages and you know, I was like, I mean, I'm a writer and this is what I love. So he convinced me though, him along with my boyfriend at the time, and I opened up another store on Sunset. I was right by the Guitar Center and um, a great Mexican restaurant that I used to go to all the time. God, I haven't gone all the time. And, and I was so burnt out. I knew I was doing the wrong thing. You know, that gut feeling that you have and you do something anyway, that's what happened. And so now I'm going to I close that store and now I'm doing the animal. I'm kind of starting over again, but with a whole new perspective. going to do my film. Well, you know, you mentioned on Sunset, there's a there's a famous uh, club out there. I believe it's called the Rainbow, isn't it? You were close to that. Oh, I, oh yeah, the Rainbow's old. That's old school. That's OG old school. Yeah, the Rainbow. I mean, I was very close to that. I was by the big guitar center, the biggest guitar store in the world on the planet Earth. I mean, I was, you know, you know where the guitar center is, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. And El Compadre, that's what it is, El Compadre room. We could always go across the street, El Compadre. And and uh, anyway, yeah, I'm in Hollywood. I was in Hollywood for 25 years. 25 years. That's hard by yourself. No family. And, and you know, you know that's, why, that's why, like, I, you know, I, 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 you're probably sick of hearing this, but what, like I say, when I watched, you on bikini or bust, and I saw all the stuff that was going on financially. I wanted to quit what I was doing in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I wanted to come out there. I was I would take up a part time job, ten part time jobs, whatever, 
and I would have gave my paychecks to you, so you could have kept going. You. I know, but I, I would have. I couldn't have taken your money because it would. It would have. I knew how. At the time, we have to remember, and I'm not going to get into politics, but I am going to say this: the fashion industry was really hurt by the duties, the quotas, the imports, and all that stuff, taxes and stuff, getting stuff in and out of the country. And I wasn't doing cut stuff. I was doing knitwear, engineered knitwear out of Brazil, Hong Kong, and Italy. So my product was couture, and it was I could not make it in the United States. So you would have had to be a multi-billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was at the point where I didn't want anyone to lose their money. And I started feeling in my heart and my soul that it was not the career for me. For those reasons, it didn't impact people, places, and things like I wanted it to do. It was bad for the environment, the die-offs and, you know, the, the, the dying of the yarn into the ocean and, like, the waste and just the emulsions into the air and the pollution and all that. And it, it just, the more I traveled and saw the factories that would be making my thing, and, and how vain Hollywood was becoming, it just, I didn't feel like it was me. But writing was. And so, and, and, and riding horses and being with animals and nature. I'm very much earth girl, hippie. Right. You know, that's what and, happened. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we, we love you very much. And uh, uh, I know it, this, uh, for people that don't know your my history, uh, this has actually taken seven years to get it done. So uh, I know. You know. Well, because I thought, but, why would anybody care? I was going through like a really like, I and I didn't care. And I'm so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's true. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. And, you I'm know, glad I'll we tell did you what, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I, I will always love you. You always have a place in my heart. You're always going to be a good friend of mine. I hope you feel the same way. And, uh, I do. with like, and my sweet. offer does stand. I'm not just saying that. If you, can find a part for me. I don't care what it is. Uh, you know, if you can get me to fly out there for a week, whatever, uh, until you get sick of me, which will probably be really quick. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, willing, I'm willing to help out with your next project. I don't care what it is. I'll get you water. So I'll find your shoes. I'll carry your bags. <laughs> I'll walk the dogs. We uh, help each other. We help each other. Right, and I'll do. tell you what. I'll even wrap. I'll even wrap the Christmas. Whatever you, uh, whatever oh. you need, you know. Oh, okay. Just wrap. You know what? Just I, you, you struck a chord with me. I love Christmas and I love presents. <laughs> I have oh, to me the girls. I want to be spoiled well, a little I'll bit. Definitely, I will definitely. Uh, I will definitely uh, get you. Uh, I, I'll be on the lookout for a good gift for you. And uh, uh, I sent you that. I sent you the address. Hopefully, you'll be able to send us a few autographed pictures for giveaways and. Uh, you know, if you can do uh, like an autograph or do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so I have some stuff I can send. Definitely. And if we didn't scare you away too much, uh, hopefully you'll join us again uh, when you get your next project going. I hope and the next time I this. can talk to Granny more. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Well, uh, we got a few minutes left. You get, if you get, is if she you still on the phone? Oh yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I'm still here. 
Well, I yeah. admire you for you rescuing horses and dogs because I'm an animal lover too. I, I, I love dogs, I love horses, and I admire people that that do those type of things. I mean, uh, just, well, you know. Thank you. I like your accent. Oh, well, I'm originally from Kansas. I live in Arkansas now. So I'm, I'm originally a Kansas girl, but I, I moved to Arkansas yeah. in 1988. And my son, he has bipolar disorder, and he's 31 yeah. years old. And that's oh. why he has the little dog. Um, the he's dog. a a chihuahua, a chihuahua mix is what they said he was at the shelter. We think he's got some dachshund in him because he's got the long nose like a little dachshund. So we think he's a chihuahua, oh, yeah. but, but he's co- the oh, color sure. of a German shepherd. And his name is Mysterio. Wow. He named him, he named him after... That's he named him man. after he he named him after Rey Mysterio, the WWE wrestler. <laughs> he named him Mysterio, oh, I love and and name. and my son's dog. He watches wrestling with my son on TV. Matter of fact, we took my we took my son to an independent wrestling show over in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, over this past weekend. Uh-huh. And he's got documentation from his doctor saying that he has to have the dog with him at all times. So we the dog yep. to the wrestling yeah, show with us. <laughs> oh, how fun. And the dog wasn't scared. Uh, he was at first a little bit of the noise, you know, but then he just kind of yeah. just sat there and sat on my son's lap yeah. and watched the show. And he'd yeah, growl at the dog. bad guy. He, he he would growl at the bad guys and you know, when they'd come out. And... Well, if you keep taking them, then he'll get used to it because when they're little, oh, yeah. and if it's too yeah. loud, you know, you have to make a decision. They're like children. You really have to... You know, with I have a I have a pug right now. You probably can hear him in the background. He, oh yeah, he's like oh, you're that. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, he got Mysterio when yeah. Mysterio was ten ten weeks old. So he's had him almost. He'll be seven years old in October. So Aww. he's had him for seven well, years we love almost. Our animals so because they're so we, loyal. We you know, do. animals are so loyal, and we love our families, but sometimes they can't give us what our pets can give us, and that's just, like, unconditional, just a big smile on their face no matter what, even if we're in a bad mood. They, 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 you know, I just, yeah. I don't know. I love my and, animals. And, uh, you know, having dogs, uh, you know, you don't even have to worry about uh, getting called to the principal's office because your son was bad because he's a dog. You know. Yeah, I did have a dog <laughs> eat my homework in college one time. I really, really did. He, I was rescuing in my fashion school, and he ate my paper. And I went to class, uh-huh. and I said, "I'm really not kidding. The dog, my dog, chewed up the paper and ate my paper." And this was back, you know, when we would write and writing. It was, I'm old. <laughs> so I <laughs> actually awesome. had dogs eat my homework. <laughs> my dog ate my homework. <laughs> Well, it's really nice to talk to you guys, and I would love to talk anytime. And hopefully, I will be getting back to work soon and be successful again to help more animals and people and children and stuff like that. I like to try to change the laws for different states and stuff. And I've been successful in my hometown and anti-tethering laws and stuff like that. Um, so it's just like super important to have these type of opportunities. So thank you for giving me this. I'm sorry I waited right. so long. I don't know what was why I did. I'm glad that well, I called well, it's, you. Today. It's okay. Actually I 
I love you, and you have my number. Uh, anything you need, like I say, in your next project, you need somebody, you call me. I'm right there. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Well, if anybody wants to help with the animals and the horses that we have right now, our main needs are um, we're trying to build an arena so that our horses can get proper exercise. We have certain horses that really need to exercise and run. They're really big boys and girls. And um, and arenas are expensive. And so if anyone wants to donate to help us to get the big arena for our big horses, they can do that, I guess. Probably through, I don't even, I had a GoFundMe, but nowadays people don't donate to GoFundMe unless they're traveling or they want, like, I mean, the GoFundMe is crazy. Anyway, okay, so I, I don't even, and I'm not a 501c anymore, so I guess they'd have to donate. They could contact me through Facebook or through you or through your show or whatever. Like, I'm easy going. They can find me. I'm not that hard to find. And we could do it PayPal or they could be a benefactor. Or you could come here and work, you know, volunteer out here. I'm in Arizona, Apache Junction right now. At the Penny's Rescue Ranch, I guess I should plug that Penny's Rescue Ranch, which is our little Airbnb, and all the money from that goes to help the horses. And it's so cute; you'll love it. Check it out. Actually, Penny's Rescue Ranch in Apache Junction, super cute. It's a little awesome. house. Awesome. Thank you guys well, so much. It was nice you. meeting we you, Granny. You joining us tonight. Nice You've talking to you too. Time. We'll definitely have you on again. We appreciate it. Actually, thank you. Okay, good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Ashley Page, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented, the greatest bikini designer and horse rescue and dog rescue individual in the history of the world. That is Ashley Page. Uh, see, no, Granny, um, it, it's not, you know, I don't want people to think, that I w- that I'm trying to take over the whole show here. I mean, you know, we oh, I know. About I mean, you know, it's like, well, hey, Ashley loves you, you know, and I, well, I love you too, but you know, it's just that I, you know, I've, I've I'm still waiting to try your your homemade muffins and your and your cookies and stuff that you keep talking about. <laughs> well, you know, when I live in Arkansas and you live in North Dakota, you know. I mean, I guess I could bake some and send you a care package, but it might take a few days to get there, you know. So, and as hot oh, as the temperatures been, right, and as hot as the temperatures been, what's that? He said, "Hold on one second. Oh, okay. As hot as the temperatures oh, yeah. been, I wouldn't want the food to spoil, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, this but is, I make some. This was, I, 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 yeah, it was a good show. I make some awesome chili too, you know. So. Hey, this was an awesome, productive show, and uh, I, um, yeah, I've I've known Ashley Page. Uh, you know, it's like I was saying before. Oh, I'm going to make the announcement here real quick. Next week, we are going to have Michelle Billington on with us. Uh, and for those of you who are wondering who Michelle Billington is, uh, we had her sister on the show with us, uh, that was Julie Hart, and she was uh, she was once married to the Dynamite Kid, Michelle Billington, and she's going to be on with us next Monday night. So you guys want to make sure you stay tuned on for that. And, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's a teacher, and uh, I finally was able to uh, uh, get her uh, on the show between 
teaching and writing her uh, newspaper articles or whatever she's doing. But uh, yeah, uh, Julie Hart was was fun when she's in. She's uh, I made a friend for life, and uh, we're finally going to have uh, her sister on. So I know that she's got lots of stories, wrestling stories that she can tell us, and uh, hopefully. Uh, she won't uh, put us in detention if we ask the wrong thing. So you never know. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm I'm here. I'm back with you. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. I was listening to some of them, but it's been kind of a busy karaoke night, so I have, I didn't get a chance to uh, to pop in and say anything because you wouldn't have been able to hear me. But I was listening to all of them, and uh, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff tonight. Kind of some you know some uh, some controversial stuff, some you know some harsh words, some this and that. It was it was, it was an interesting night overall. Yeah, and uh, you, you heard the you heard the announcement, right? You heard that yourself? Uh, sort of. I mean, it's got a lot of music in here. What what, what was the announcement? Uh, next week we're gonna have Michelle Billington on with us. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, the ex-wife of Dynamite Kid, and she's the yeah. sister to Julie Hart. Beautiful. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Um, let's do this though, because, uh, the, the basketball game just ended. I don't know if you saw how it ended, but you're at the middle of the interview, but let's just say J.R. Smith, if I was a coach, wouldn't have a job anymore, but we'll, uh, we'll put it that way. Uh, we will see you guys on Monday. Another great show. Granny actually got to speak a whole lot today, which was great. Love to hear from her. Love her input. Icon. We, we don't. We love your input as well. Don't 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 think we don't. So we will see you guys on Monday. We got a big big show for you, and we will see you then. Take care, guys. Take care. Apparently, there's no. Dead man walking. You've done it now.